Jackie Vaughan, we're back. White Axe, the how are G- you? Good, mate. The G&JB show. We're on season three now. I know. It's mad. Mate. Crazy couple, times couple, we've gone through. A couple of years we've been doing it. It's been quiet this year, obviously, but we'll do a lot more now. We'll do weekly weekly shows, which will be exciting again. And we'll, um, you know, we're going to do a few live stories with a few different people as well. Mm. Um, which will be very interesting. There's a few. Um, there's a few that we've spoke to. Obviously, they're going to jump on the show and they're going to have some good stories. So yeah. I think that'll be once good. we get all this keyboard shit sorted oh, out, mate. And video and whatever else. We've so. got a mixer now. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but anyway. By the time we're done with it, we'll have it all. Yeah, we'll nailed. be sweet. We'll, we'll be, be all good, mate. But in the meantime, you had a fight. Yes, I did. You had a fight March 13th, and not to remember five, which I just saw today started eight. You know, it actually started eight years ago, 2013, yesterday. Yeah, shit. I saw the memory of Yeah, the yeah, yeah. What was that? Damien. I, I, Damien's um, pro debut. I zoomed in on the pictures just to, like, you know, you look in the crowd to yeah. see, like, who used to come yeah. watch those shows back then. I zoomed in straight away. You could see me old man there. Oh, could you? Uh, yeah. And I was, look, because I was sat right next to him that night. I couldn't find myself. Yeah. It's probably off getting a feed. <laughs> probably back then. That's uh Mate, so how was it getting back in the ring? Uh, you had a good performance against Tom Wilkins, who was a credible opponent. Same record as you, 1-0. Yeah. Um, had a solid kickboxing background. Mate, had a great win in his first fight. Yeah. Fought a former Australian champion, Josh Fredrickson. Uh, yeah. And had a win. So we... We were, I think we were a bit worried about this. We're not worried, but had to be switched on. Yeah, about I, this fight. I think that's when I performed best. Mm. It's just when, like, you need that little bit of fear, I guess. Yeah. I, and it's not fear as in like I'm shitting myself. It's fear as in like I'm I'm scared to lose in front yeah. of so many people. Yeah. And it was it had been so long, and I'd fortunately got a few people on board as sponsors over the last over that COVID period yeah. with um, uh, Patty Murphy and one of my my best mate Gabe, his um, his family's business jumped on board as well, and Dad's best mate Steve Fierce yeah. as well. So like, I had so much support, so much backing, and and it was time to. I just didn't want to lose him. Like you never want to lose, but I don't want to lose in front of people that are helping back my journey. Yeah, that's so right. Invest the whole training camp. Like it was um, like we said a bit off air, off air, but I had like ten weeks, and I had a an opponent locked in for a solid 10 weeks. I knew what I was preparing for. Mm. And I think that's when you see the best Jack Bowen. Yeah. Um, I got that in the amateurs when it come to like when I was a bit older too, I knew who I was preparing for. So I was preparing for um, a certain opponent. I performed better because I knew yeah. like I, I'm a real big overthinker. So yeah, yeah. I think about it every second of every day and I obsess over that person. And then, I think that you get the result. Come up with the plan. It's, look, as long as you stick with the plan, I suppose, mm. majority of time you can come up and we've got to upset their plan, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I think Tom's plan was to walk forward and just try and out-hustle you and just try and take your punches away by just being tight in defence. But obviously you started off good jab, a couple of uppercuts got through, his elbows started widening and then you went bam at the end of the day straight down the pipe and that's the one that – but just, just tell us what – you would, you loaded a few shots up, and uh, your phone's ringing. Yeah, so. I'm going to turn. I can turn off on my phone nowadays, mate. There you go. Thanks. Bye. Um, what was I saying? I can't remember. <laughs> Punch drunk. <laughs> no, just saying you loaded a few punches up, and then at the end, yeah. uh, just explain the feeling of the right hand that actually did take him out. Like you were saying last night, you explained a few of the boys last night. The 
yeah, you just just I explain just, it. I I did. I set up because he switched Southpaw, and I thought that, like, when I switched Southpaw, I think about it a lot. When I am so open to a right hand, yeah. When I switch, because I'm not naturally yeah, yeah. supposed to be in that stance, and and my reaction's different to when I see a right hand when I'm in orthodox, yeah. Or if you see a jab, like I can't slip that as well. Yeah, when it's I'm not southpaw. a natural. And it's yeah. like your your foot placement's different. And mm. I thought I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a couple lead right hands. Yeah, and I threw one, and I kind of swung an uppercut after it. Just just grazed his gloves. Threw another one, got through, and then I thought I might just sit here, cop a little bit, yeah, and just react. Let let my body react, but my feet are in. And all I need to do, because my weight was on my back foot, is push it forward. Yeah. And I did, and I didn't think it'd be the punch that knocked him out, but that was all she wrote. And I think that's why technique's the key, you know what I mean? If, you, if you've if you worked on good techniques, as you have since you've been 13 years old, it comes off without thinking, overthinking it when you're mm. a bit later on. And when yeah. you get tired, you can go back to good techniques. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've spoke about that before. Like, yeah, the more fights you have and the more experience you gain, you will get your your highlights video out of it mm. because like like a lot of the boys even down our gym it's just like all about a highlights video yeah, but yeah. Yep. to be honest it's that comes that comes because the more footage they got of you the more they can you compact can the highlight video it. Yep. No, no point doing everything in three minutes yeah and I, i've had to learn that so i've i've done that and that's what time. happens i think i said that one night at the gym didn't i so especially yeah. the new guys coming through in your first few fights don't try and create a highlights video yeah. That will come with longevity. You know, you'll do yeah, some yeah. good things. So just win the match. Mm. Start with your jab and some good defense and then, you know, things will happen. Yeah. But mate, we had a big night. We uh we had a lot of views on our free platforms. Yeah. Like we didn't have TV. Um which oh look, I'd love to have a TV channel involved and 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 you know, su- support the journey. Yeah. But my mind was as the promoter, my mind was, well, Let's not do pay-per-views at $30 each or $20 or $10 each because, to be honest, you're only going to sell 100 200 if oh, that. Yeah, but, like, we're looking at our crowds, just Brisbane too. Mm. Luckily, most uh, a bit of my fan base from Brisbane come out. But yeah, like that's I, right. Most of them boys, they're going to either come to the show or they're not going to watch it at all. Yeah, that's right. If you're not going to, if you're not going to spend 60 bucks on a ticket, yeah. you're not going to. You're, You're not, not going to pay s- thirty bucks for a live stream. Yeah, that's honest. right. So, mate, my my plan all along with the show was let's put it on free platform so people mm. will watch. Yeah. So we we had the backing through our co-promotion with MTK Global. We had IFL TV on board, which was yeah. is obviously uh, the great platform in England run by Coogan Cassius. Yeah. Um, you did an interview with IFL TV with Andrew, didn't Andrew McCart? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was good. That was I good. I listened interview. to him. He he went over on the weekend to that. Um, Andrade Williams fight. Yeah. So, oh, it's cool now. Like, you know, yeah, made another spoke, contact there. Spoke to someone before. And, yeah. Um, and you know they're doing, they're massive, man. Yeah. Like Huge. obviously we've watched them for a long yeah. time. Like I, yeah, we spoke spoke about how you and I are a bit obsessed with things yeah. like that, and we we pick up on the little things. But well, I spent three hours yesterday watching it. Yeah, that's right. You know, I do just, every just night. I come home. Don't watch week. TV anymore. Straight to YouTube. Watch what's happened on IFL TV. Hundred percent. Yeah. If there's some things there, I just go to Boxing Social or try to try mm. a few of the other ones. That which again, you did another interview on the Boxing Social. Yeah, as well. yeah. Which, like, credit to Mike Altamira. He does all that stuff. Yeah. 
and put you in the right places and talking to the right people. So, yeah, yeah, no, it was good. But, mate, compared to the reason we did the the free views for everybody, um, and some people said, oh, why didn't you do pay-per-view? Because you know what? Selling $1,000 on on a pay-per-view, which you know you're not going to get a lot of pay-per-views, like you said. Mate, it doesn't really put a dent in anything. You might as well not make money at all or break even. Mm. As long as you break even, you know what I mean? Well, that's not my stress. That's that, yours. Mate. That's right. It, it is a big <laughs> one too. But I just, if you've got pre, free content, people watch it. Mm. Facebook's free. Flick People flick through it all day. Instagram's free. People flick through it all day. Podcasts are free. Podcasts are free. People will listen to this all Hopefully. day. But because we were on the IFL TV platform, we had 15,000 live views mm. on the IFL. We had we are also on two Facebook channels, NITV and also the Boxing Shop Facebook page, and we're also on SBS on demand. Mm. Those combined four stations, we had over forty thousand live views. Mm. Not the last show, because I don't have the stats, so I'm not going to talk about the last Foxtel show. I don't have statistics, but the two prior ones had ten thousand, eleven thousand views. We had forty thousand live views mm. on a free platform. And people's attention nowadays is in their phone. Yeah. That's what they look at. Even when you're watching something on TV, you're flicking through your phone. Yeah. So that was my plan all along, to build some data, show people people's eyes are on free stuff. People mm. watch YouTube. Um, and I, I, well, I think it works out. So now just the, the YouTube channel alone, which, guys, if you want to watch it, it's IFL TV. Um, search through the live playlist and you'll go back five or six yeah. fights, I'd say. And it's if you there. go a night to remember, it pops up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Because I tried Brisbane. I tried a few things, but a night to remember it. A night to remember first, it pops yeah. up, yeah. So, mate, I, mate, again, like I said, if things are free, people watch it and that's mm. why we had the views. But IFL TV, the YouTube channel alone now mm. has had 45,000 views. Yeah, it's mad, mad. Which, look, in our country especially – with not super massive names, that's very big. Yeah, well, it's because it's not our country watching it. Half of it. That's right. A lot of it, a lot of the UK guys. But I'd say a lot of saying that the live views at fifteen thousand was mostly Australia. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. Because over there it was at five a.m. Mm. Yeah, no one's getting up to watch Jack Bowen in England at five. Well, you might have been on at seven, but anyway, mm. like we would have had some people. Don Broaders, my family, I know watched it over in oh, England. Did they? So yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So oh. no, it was good, but. Mate, anyway, we'll keep continuing. We'll keep continuing with uh, the free views until you know we can move on and hopefully get a, a, a TV channel over the line, or we can do some sort of mm. deals with a, a streaming company and let's see where we go. But a night to remember will be here to stay, and we're not going to announce the next one, but there will be another one coming up um, in the next couple of months, and I might put you on that one as well. Yeah, see. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be probably a good idea. Yeah, that'd be good. No. Um, oh, actually, just to go back to the show. Yeah. Mate, Nissan Arena was mad. I oh, loved it, eh? It was that, good. That's the, well, I've only fought it twice, but that's the best venue I've ever boxed at. And and probably been to as far, oh, there's been a couple of big events that we've been to, mm. but as far as the occasion, everyone just said the venue was brilliant. Yeah. The I, food I, was good. Everything, everything was sick. Like, I... The when fireworks. I got there, because I hadn't gone there. You'd invited me, yeah. but I had shit on, or we've had schools and stuff at the time. So when I actually got there, I was like, this is this is what it's about. Yeah. Like it's just the big screens and like just like the big smoke coming out when we when we walked out. Like 
it was cool for me to see because we had Sam yep. coming hands on as well, boy from the gym. I mean, the fireworks um, and the smoke. Yeah, and everything. but it was cool. Like I like to see things before yeah. it's my time. So yeah, it was, none of it was new to me. No, it was so good. It was we had a good crowd there. Yeah. We had good crowd. We had about a thousand people there in the stands and on the tables. Mm. And then we had all the live views. So, guys, if anyone can support it, we'll be coming up again. There's some great talent on show as well. Some new talent. Yeah, well, you got an exciting announcement of one of the boys on there, so that's yeah, that's right. Be good. Yeah, um, an experienced boy will be on there and having a good show. Yeah, nice. Okay, so mate, there's been some good fights recently. Yeah, um, we didn't mention this before, but let's. What about what about Tim Zoo? How's he tracking? You reckon at the moment? Yeah, I think he's good. Like, mm. it's mm, it's going to be hard trying to get overseas now, but especially with some of the performances he's put on, but. Man, yeah, he was look, dominant against Dennis. Yeah. He was. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think, well, how old's Dennis? Like, like, I don't know, 36, 36 maybe? or something? Yeah. Like, you're a bit past your, yeah. your due date then, especially coming off, look, not to knock Tim, but it's not Tim's fault. Um, I think he looked class. I think his, I think his body punching's really come on too. Like, we saw it against Jeff and I, we saw it against Hogan as well. Like, that's an aspect of the game that really, really will help him at world level. And I think I think he's got a massive future. And he was there to stamp his mark against Dennis. Because mm. um, people I, would be saying, oh, the was... last bloke you fight was a welterweight and this and that. Well, D- Dennis is a legitimate junior middle yeah. who fought at world level yeah. and was very unlucky against Mungua not to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people say it was a robbery. I can't call it robbery. Uh, there's no robbery in a close fight. It's just unlucky, mm. you know, when I... he lost that one. And Charlo's just – both those boys just – they look like they don't know how to lose. Like, yeah, legitimate yeah. top of the game. I remember Mike, Mike Altamir was saying – he watched them live. He said they just don't look like they're ever going to lose. Even when they're down, they mm. look like they're going to come back, and they and they do. Yeah. He's only had that that one loss. I think it was Jamel to Tony Harrison, and yeah, but, right. but he won the rematch. So, look – it's a tough division, but all the divisions are tough at that level. I think I think Tim's got all all the right people around him, all the right. Um, ad, well, he's got the right mentors. His dad, yeah. look at his dad. He can't get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and all the people that were involved with his dad are helping yeah. him out now. So, I think he's got his head switched on, and yeah, I hope. Well, hope they're he, all family involved. The whole way. They're all family involved, and I think Tim Tim will have that uh, corner for the rest of his career mm. with. Igor and Glenn Jennings. Glenn Jennings was managing Costa back yeah. in the day, and yeah. and Igor's his brother is is his uncle. Um, like they're all tight knit. So, well, it's a bit like us, isn't it? Yeah, there you, you know, go. It's just people like I've watched your kids grow up. Mm, there you go, it's, mate. It's actually, touching on that, yeah, I've thought I've thought a few times. This this is not everybody, right? Mm. But tight knit, tight knit teams. That where people stick and they're true to each other and they, you know, they build a relationship over years. Generally, I reckon there's more success there than people that jump around. Yeah, for sure. Because I, well, I remember watching um, Conor McGregor was talking to Eddie Alvarez before yep. their fight, and Eddie was given the old boxing spiel about, um, you know, I've I've moved over to Mark Henry. The guy's name was moved over to Mark Henry now, and I've just this is the best boxing or best fighting I've ever done or whatever. How many times do you hear that? Oh, it's like, but that relationship's not there. But but that guy's never 
like I, you've known me since I was a yeah, that's right. Before I had hair on my balls. Yeah, you don't even know how to speak in the court if you don't know a person. Look, I think when Tyson Fury moved a couple of times, there was reasons behind mm. it. Um, but in in these last look, it's not like I said, it's not every single case. Mm. But I'm just looking at a lot of cases. People that have been look at Glenn and uh, and Jeff. All amateur career hit the heights as, as high as they could get in the professional career. They worked well together. Yeah, but then there was probably four or five people after that that didn't work that well with him. That's right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. just expected what happened to Jeff to happen to them. But I think that's just a unique relationship. That's and, right. And look, um, going back to that McGregor thing, McGregor said to him, I've had the same people since I started. And mm. if I lose, I reflect on my own mistakes. I don't blame it on my coaches. Yeah. And if I ever... Like I'll stay with them till I'm done. Um, I think that's a that's a big thing. Like so many people lose a fight or have a shit performance, and then they always they, looking for excuses. Look at Wilder. Coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You know, with someone that threw the towel in for your best interest, knew you weren't going to win the you fight after him forever, and then you turn around and say it's all his fault. Mm. It's not, mate. You're just not good enough. Yeah, didn't look in the mirror. Well, you, you need to, to go. What have, what have I done wrong? Yeah. At the end of the day, if you can look in the mirror and uh, realize that you've done everything right, well, one fight really, you probably shouldn't judge on one fight. It should mm. be a, a number of fights. Look, I've had fighters that have moved on and um, I've also come back as well or mm. tried to come back and whether whether we've, you know, we've built that relationship again. But sometimes when you leave, there's always uncertainty. When, when boxers leave, there's always uncertainty in the relationship, even yeah. if they want to come back. It's... Um, yeah, it's a tough one to get over. I don't think that when when someone decides the grass is greener on the other side, I think you best you best staying apart and not coming back. You just stay yeah. stay away from each other because uh, yeah. there's always a bit of something. You know what I mean? Ryan told me one day he goes, "The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it." And That's I, right. That stuck with me. Like sometimes he says some shit and I just chuck it in my phone because mm. he he says some good things though. But that stuck with me. It's like. It all looks prettier over there, but mm. if I just stay here and invest in myself and invest in my team, then we're gonna we're gonna grow as a team anyway. Well, that's mm. that's the thing. And another person that once left the gym said, uh, "Oh, there's too many favourites." I remember I sat down the next night and everyone once I'd heard this, and I said, "Right, you boys, you want to be a favourite? It's easy. You just turn up. Yeah, you just keep turning up. If you're not turning up, well, yeah, never." I'm- I can't give you that extra work. 100%. Like last night when you guys were doing the work, I took the two new guys in, um, Dave and Jack, because they're there religiously all the time. And I thought, no, these guys deserve my time to do a little bit of work with those two. But in the same hand, like I might be a favourite. Yeah. If someone's putting in work, like those two boys last night yeah. got probably 45 minutes of yeah, your time. Just them, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Because I know so those boys. You know other things you need to do. Yeah, and I know those. I watched those boys the night before, on the bag, and they did not stop till you said, "All right, pack your shit up." That's exactly right. And why? Why not give them the time? That's right. I'm all right with that. Yep. That's and that and that's and I'm what more I than I'm there more than anyone. That's right. And that's the thing. If you turn up, you'll be a favourite. Mm. It's simple. You just do the right. It's like so. success. I say I say it all the time. It's easy to be. It's easy to have success. You just got to work harder than everyone else. Yeah. Nobody wants to do it though. No. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You know, it all sounds good, but they don't want to do it, mate. Um, big fight tonight. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for tonight. Me too. Yeah. We've called training early. Out of there. <laughs> Out of there early. Yeah, I can't wait for that. But mate, so um, 
Big one. We've got to start with uh, Lucas and Paul Gallon. Who wins it? Offer me. I reckon Brown inside four or five. Yeah. I think just – I remember seeing him when I was younger and he is a unit. Like I don't know if it's because I was – you need to put your phone on silent, son. I know, mate. I've got to – um, somebody's trying to get hold of me again. He's um, he's too big. Like he is a mountain and he can bang. Like look – not that Hunt, Hunt couldn't, but I didn't think he was very well conditioned for the fight. And I think if Lucas sees him hurt like Gallon was in the second or third against Hunt, Brown would put a hole through his head. I, mate, I saw some statistics today. Statistics. Like Taylor the tape sort of shit. Yeah. Lucas Brown hasn't fought for over 500 days. That's nearly two years. Well, it's not exactly, but it's it's a long time. Mm. But but well, have you been on the big stage that many times? Yeah, but at his age. How old is has he? Got, he's 42. 42. Has he got old? Well, how yeah, you? there's all these sort how of things. 28 or something. Yeah. I can't really remember. <laughs> but anyway, um, don't even laugh. Uh, I still remember my 21st, so don't worry about it. I must be young. I didn't have one. Yeah. Um, Gallon's a chance. Oh, yeah. Gallon's a legitimate me. chance against somebody that's had 10 fights against Lucas Brown. These are the these are the reasons I think Paul Gallon is a possibility. Mm. Six rounds, not 10. Yeah. Lucas boxes slow but heavy. Mm. Like he doesn't box like these blokes, Roberto Duran and um, what fight is that? Yeah. Shiro yeah, Leonard. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't box. That's, bo- the, that's he, the first one. Lucas doesn't box at that pace. No. He boxes like a distance a distance heavyweight. Yeah, that's – I didn't actually know it was six. Yeah, I, six rounds. If, just, it, if, it was 10, longer, eh? if it was 10, I just think Lucas catches him in 10. Definitely. Yeah. Mate, it's going to be interesting. I, I like it. I like the fight. And I like Paul Gallon, how he said, mate, I'll fight who I'll fight interesting fights mm. as long as I'm making money. Yeah. Did you oh, watch yeah. any of the press conference? Uh, I watched the undercard and then I had to go. Um, look, the undercard's going to be good as well. And I, I actually, a lot of people give Gallon a lot of shit and say it's bad for boxing, but he's, he's not the main event is actually the co-main event. So he's given Liam Wilson a bit more of a platform, which he would not get. But at everybody else. Unless you're on a zoo undercard, you're not getting that same exposure. So, man, good on Gallon for giving Liam a platform and, and letting him show showcase his skills. It is better for boxing all in all. Put it, put it this way. Brown versus Leopie, mm. if they fought now, that ain't a main event show. I'd... Brown versus Would that even sell out in Brisbane. That's what I mean. Uh, Brown versus Gallon is because the interests in Gallon and a former heavyweight champion of the world, the two make a good blend and a yeah, good mix. It, this will get good numbers on pay per view. Yeah. Well, even my mates who or crack streams. Only, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. No, they only really watch like me fight. Yeah. They'll tune into this. Yeah. And then they'll watch everyone on the undercard. Then yeah. they'll be talking to me about, oh, who's this Liam Wilson fella? Who's Kyle McKenzie yeah, or yeah. whatever? Which if Gallon didn't give them that platform, no one would be talking about it. And another amateur makes her professional debut. Both of them make their professional debut. Uh, Viviana Ruiz is fighting Rebecca Moss from South oh, yeah. Australia. Who's so Rebecca Moss? She's from South Australia. She came up when we fought, uh, you fought, um, remember South Australians when Phil Goods came up? Terry Nicholas. 
she, she boxed on that. She on was our, she was she was real she feel good schools. Yeah, yeah. At our show. Yeah, right. So um and she was up at the amateurs fought, a few weeks ago. I can't remember who yeah. she fought. Um but mate, it's a good fight, those two girls. And it's good to see okay, yeah. it's you know what it's really good to see? A South Australian because there's no professional boxing in South Australia. Yeah. Turning pro, coming up, having a fight up uh, and turning pro. And it's good to see people turning pro now and getting some opportunities. Like Jess got her opportunity as well yeah, on, a, on a No Limit show. So mm. yeah, I like no, it. It's good. good. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I couldn't even remember. Um, yeah. You'd know if you saw. No, no, I know. I know Vivo. of yeah. Viviana. Yeah. I don't know her personally. Yeah. But yeah. Like, wish all the best to the girls. And will they be on the. They'll be on the prelims. I think it's on. On Fox. I so. think it's on Fox. Is the main on you have on, to pay? You flick over at 7 yeah, p.m. So yeah. yeah, right. But, mate, I... Um, I'll just bludge off mum and dad's account. Then. Of course you will. Yeah. You've been doing it for years, yeah, mate. Yeah, fucking um, what, what about Brubaker Spark? I got Spark in that. Because mm. he beat you and you were 14? Yeah, he bashed the fuck out of me, actually. <laughs> no, I was all right for the first round. I thought he was, he was a boy from Toowoomba. I had about... That's your fault. I had about, oh, no, nah, actually, probably would have had about 10 fights. He had about 40 odd. Yeah. But his record was like half and half. And I was like, no, he's fucking, that's easy. <laughs> but anyway, his the, wins have had more than fights. Out anyway. Yeah. I, was, I remember that's probably one of the hardest times I've been hit. Eh? But I think it's because you're but 40. But he's still knowing that he's, a, he's still known as a puncher now, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, mate. Lucky you didn't I, get stopped by him, though. No, lucky. Like I, everybody else is getting yeah, stopped. <laughs> yeah, lucky I grew up. Yeah, grew up quick. I got out of that. What that would have been at like sixty kilos. 50, How old 70. were you? 15, 16? Uh No, I was like fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, that was my first ever state title. One of about five or six that I lost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it goes. You yeah. just keep working. You get there in the end, though. Yeah, that's but mate, it. um I think Stevie Spark catches Jack Brubaker. I think he's too. I think he's too busy, and I don't think Brew Baker's going to have enough power at welterweight to push him, push him mm. back. Um, I think we saw that with. I know Zoo's a different animal to Spark, but Zoo just walked him down. Like, what did he stop him in for? Uh, yeah, I think Jeff threw the yeah. towel, didn't he, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I, I think, I, I reckon it's a, it's a good matchup, but mm. it's fifty-fifty. I think, I think Jack brings a lot to the gap to the to the sport. Brings a bit of. It's a character yeah it brings Mate, a bit do you know what i don't and, I, and like, I like this it. is no disrespect to either boxer please please don't anyone think this is disrespectful but i don't think either of them are going to be world champions mm. but it's a great australian level fight it really is if you know boxing and yeah. australian boxing yeah. this is a fight that excites you it's like the some of the brit matchups you know what i mean that mm. the world will never know who they are but those you know if you follow it you do i suppose yeah. obviously but um Mate, I like I like this fight. This is a good one. Yeah, Lenny Zappavinia also against Daniel Kennedy. Yeah, how old is Lenny Zappa now? There's a box for three years, has he? He looked fucking ripped, but mate, he looked like a racehorse, didn't he? Uh, Huge, uh, real big. Yeah, so I don't know if he's what what weight's that at sixty. Say that he's probably been pumping iron since he's retired a few years ago. He hasn't yeah. fought, you, you know. know when so... Someone looks like they fresh out of jail. Yeah, that's yeah. what he looks like. <laughs> he looked. I don't think he like, has the. No. <laughs> he looked. Jacked, eh? Yeah. So did um. I think it's at welterweight. So, I think. Yeah, I, I reckon. Well, I, I think um, I think Lenny. Oh, what's his name? Lenny wins that. Yeah, I should know that. Yeah, Lenny. Um, who's who? The other guy fight not long ago. He fought. I think he fought Brubaker. 
No boo boo guy. And he's had another fight as no, well. He had another fight. Another couple of good fights on TV. One was very unlucky. Uh, it's going to annoy me. Eh? Yeah. I don't know who he fought. Uh, we'll pick it up later. Yeah. That's all good. Uh, but, mate, you got uh, some sparring this Friday against Tyson Best. You're just yeah. going to move – obviously, he's a, a lot lighter than you, um, yeah. a couple of divisions lightweight, but it's always good to move around with different people. Um, let's give a shout-out to Ben Marnie, who won his last fight against Chris George. Yeah, uh, good fight. Mate, good fight. A lot of controversy as far as the public goes. Yeah. I actually thought Ben won it I had uh, ben, I watching had, the fight. I had Ben up. I thought um, he was cleaner and busier early and just, just kept racking the rounds up, so mm. – I th- I think early he had it. George come back with that knockdown. And Jeez, I, good knockdown. I think even those rounds after I had Ben winning. Whether that's me just watching biasly because he's been yeah. made, or yeah, yeah. or that's um that's him winning the rounds. I don't know. I'm not going to go back and watch it. I thought he did enough, and and I think the result was fair. So um, yeah, it was a Chris good, looked good, but it was a good contest, mate. Another local fight. What about Letty Letty overcoming, stepping up a couple of weight yeah, divisions and mate. beating Connor Wallace? Good fight. That was fight of the night too. Yeah, he's another good. one who looked fresh out of jail too. Yeah, he was ripped up too, <laughs> even up the massive. weight division. No, he yeah. looked good. He um, Good fight. That good. I'd probably give that fight of the night. There was some good fights on. Yeah. Paul Fleming looked fucking unreal. Oh, mate. He's, mate, he's, yeah, he's looking good lately. He yeah. looked – you know, it was hard for me because I've watched a lot of people come back after maybe like a layoff or – just people I idolise when I was mm. a kid, right? And some of them don't live up to what you thought they were when you were yeah. when you were young, and you almost want to go, "Can you not fight?" Because, man, I used to think the world of you. Mm. And then he fought exactly like I remembered him. He's coming good, mate. Unreal, excellent, mm. mate. You know what? I think we wrap it up there. Thirty yeah. minute show. That's good. Yeah, good, mate. Next good week, week, next week we'll have a bit of. Uh, I think we'll try and get Shannon in first because she's yeah, yeah, making cool. some big headlines as well. Yeah, life story with Shannon O'Connell. So next week we'll uh, we'll bring that to you. We we'll whack these up on YouTube and also on Spotify, everywhere, every platform. All right, JB, just go watch it. Thanks, All mate. Don't leave me hanging, Ron. Thanks.